I don't want to set the world on fire. I just want to start a flame in your heart. In my heart, I have but one desire. And that one is you. No other will do. I've lost all ambition for worldly acclaim. I just want to be the one you love. And with your admission that you feel the same. I'll have reached the goal I'm dreaming of. Cut the music. Turn this down. Get this off. All right. I want to get right into it. I've been having some technical issues already. I just can't seem to ever figure it out. I'm a little upset. Starting to show up off upset, as you might be able to tell. Mainly because the Patriots are back into the Super Bowl. And I'm getting sick of it. It's been, what, 17 years now? 18 years? We've been putting up putting up with the Patriots, and they're right back in the Super Bowl. And once again, we have to cheer for some stupid team that isn't cheer for the Rams. Last year, it was the Eagles. The year before that, it was Atlanta. We all know what happened in that game. I still haven't recovered. But I, I, I might skip the Super Bowl this year. I haven't missed one since the early 2000s, and this might be... This might be it. I can't. I can't watch any more Patriots football. It's just, oh, it angers me. We get it. We get it. They're great. It's when's enough is enough. It's got to end. Oh, I'm upset. Technical errors. I still can't get my monitoring correct. Like I still can't hear hear the voice through the through the headphones into my ears. Issue after issue, but I got a new mic working, so that's a bonus. And then the stupid Patriots. I wish I didn't care so much about football. For some reason, it just gets me going. Like, I don't know why it affects my mood so much. I can't watch a Bears game without without feeling fluttery inside. Like, I just want to get through a football game that matters without having heart palpitations. Like, I swear I need, like, calming medicine to get through a goddamn football game. 
and I seduce, sedate myself with alcohol to the point where I'm hung over the next day. I don't get it. How did it get like this? It wasn't always like this. My dad hates football. He's into hockey. He's a little diehard, so maybe I got it from him, but I don't think he's like the, if the Bears win the Super Bowl, I might be in like cardiac arrest monitoring. Like, oh man, I don't know how it got this way. And I don't know why I get so angry over stupid football, stupid Tom Brady and the and the Patriots having to always be the best. We get it. It's over. End it. It's been suggested that I get a co-host. I don't know, even know how to do that. I have to go and spend all this money and learn. I need like a, I need to take like a master's course in podcasting to begin doing that. I don't know what I'm doing. It's I'm lucky enough that I get music and I could talk over it and work out some bits and produce it so it sounds decently. And maybe there's eight of you that want to listen to it and keep on listening to it. And hopefully one day there'll be nine. I'm lucky that I make it that far, but let alone a co-host. And who the hell is going to come and sit beside me, stare at me talking to a mic and, and provide a little backing vocals? Who? You? You want to do that? All right, come on by. Come on over. Certainly can't do it on Skype. It's going to sound like crap. I've been fiddling with Skype, by the way. I'm going to just... It sounds decent, but I'm still not confident to have people on the show like that because I don't... I'm not going to accept... I'm not going to accept low quality. You hear some shows and it's just a mess. It sounds like it sounds like they're doing the show from the bathroom. And as I'm saying this, you're probably thinking that I'm doing the show in the bathroom. I don't think it's as echoey as last show. I think I fixed that echo, but I'll hear it on the playback. But I'm not going to settle for a Skype call where both parties sound like crap. The guests can sound like crap, but not me. It's unacceptable. The host of the show... So it should sound like as good as he can. Since I'm feeling very negative right now, I, I want to twist the question that the Kron asked last show. Do I have to keep reminding people who the Kron is? He's at the Chronicles of a Gamer on uh, on the Instagram, of course. Go follow him. He does reviews. And he just got an Xbox One for cheap that he bought off his barber. My barber doesn't even speak English, and that's... Well, I don't even have a barber. My hair... The hair guy, the guy who cuts my hair once every four months. He doesn't even speak English, and that's why I go to him. I think he's from India, and he just... Come on over, sir. Come on, sir. And I sit down, and he cuts my hair with no chit-chat, no small talk. It's all business. Boom. Boom. I'm done. I'm out the door. He does a fantastic job. I don't really tip him. He always overcharges me for some reason. He says... He always tells me... Points as a sign that says longer hair is $4 extra. Long hair. That's such a... That's long hair. I don't have long hair. But whatever, he gets the extra 4 bucks out of him, so I never tip him. But still, the cron, yeah. I'm certainly not buying video games off my, my hair guy, that's for sure. I can't even talk to him. But what game... I, I want to flip the question that the cron asked. And I want to, I want to answer the question... What game do I hate that everybody seems to love? And that's every Call of Duty. That's not exactly true. I did like the first uh, first couple, I think maybe up to three, when they were still World War II. 
and it wasn't so much about the online stuff, but I can't stand the online. For one, I suck. Two, I don't want to hear anyone trash talking me, especially when they're kicking my ass. Like, if you're kicking my ass, just be quiet and let me take it. And I just don't like it. I don't like first-person shooters that much. It's just not a game I'm into, but everybody seems to love it. It's hard to find many people that, that dislike it. Maybe one in every five. I just don't get it. My dad loves Call of Duty. It's the one game he does try to play. And he needs some help doing certain missions where you have to fly a plane and stuff like that, which is really easy, but he can't seem to figure that out. He's not that good, though. He gets his ass kicked and he gets he gets told, he gets, uh, you know, they talk crap about his mom, my grandma, which isn't that cool. I think she's like, she's almost 90 now. Yeah, so leave her alone. Don't, don't bring my grandma into it, kids. I know you're 12 and you, you're really good at Call of Duty because that's all you've been doing your entire life. Like if they had Ninja Turtles 2 multiplayer when I was growing up, I'd be good at it and I'd be trash talking old men. But they didn't have that. And I don't like playing Call of Duty. So here we go. I wanted to play an RPG on the NES. I decided it's been a while since I've really put some time into a game and and went on a, like a an epic adventure. And when you think epic adventure, I know if you're like me, you're thinking NES RPG. So here's the short list: Star Tropics, Willow, and Crystalis or Crystalis or Crystales. Neither are JRPGs, junior RPGs. Which is odd because I have nothing against the JRPG. I like Paper Mario, Final Fantasy IX. I like games like that. I like the turn-based stuff. I don't know how I picked. I don't know how I picked all action RPG. But out of those three, I picked Crystales. Crystalis. I put in some time, but but the game started to give me anxiety for some reason. I don't know if it's the menu scrolling or. Something about it gave me anxiety. I couldn't put my finger on it. So I quit after two or three hours into it. And I played Willow. I played Willow instead. I used to have it when I was a kid, so it'd be nice to... It would. It was. I thought it would be nice to revisit it. I didn't make it anywhere as a kid. I got stuck, I think, in the first 20 minutes. I couldn't even find some... Oh, I don't know. I didn't understand the game at all, but yeah, it's not that difficult. It's not that difficult. In fact, if you really want, I'll review it. Willow. Here we go. I have a book report, a game report, like in school where you go up in front of the class and you present a game study. Here we go. Willow. It's not a JRPG, but it's an action RPG like the Zelda games, but this one has levels. So I guess it's an American RPG. Is that what they call those ARPGs? In Willow, if you explore every square inch, you'll do just fine. That's if you could stay alive. You level up as much as you, uh, as much as you can at the start. That's the best advice I can give you. It's okay to grind away in this one. The layout of the game is, is confusing, especially for someone like me who is always lost. In real life or video game worlds, it doesn't matter. I'm lost. I don't know what's wrong with me. Some people call it dyslexia, but I think that has to do with words, right? I don't know what it is. Anyway, I get lost... Because, like, many screens are reused and there's no map unless you have a pen and a paper handy. And the thing that bugs me about this is that nothing happens when you level up. There's no pop-up. There's no sound. Nothing. 
leveling up in Willow, it just draws no attention to itself. It's almost like it, the game doesn't want to disturb you. It's like, uh, sir, you leveled up, but we'll just let you keep keep playing here. Like, I want a damn celebration when I level up. I want fireworks and strippers to pop out of the TV after I gain every level. I don't want the silent treatment. But still, Willow. It's a fine game. It's made by Capcom. On the NES. It's a good one. Story isn't all that enticing, but... It's good, and it made me want to play Blood Omen on the PS1 or PSX, whichever you prefer. Well, replayed the Blood Omen. I played it once. I played it through when I was 16 or 17 when I had lots of time. I think it was good. I think it was a bit frustrating. I have less patience now, so I don't know how well that would go. I think it's a longer one. It's at least 10 hours. <sighs> still angry. I'm still feeling some negative energy. So feeling that angry. I'm going to have a drink. I'm drinking a beer right now. I'm trying to calm down. I'm drinking a beer. Usually I drink coffee or water, but I don't need to amp myself up. Ah. So is everyone's favorite console just their first? Like NES was my first, and I tell people it's my favorite. You know, it's, it's like losing your virginity. Some people make a deal about it because your first always sticks around in your head, and so that's just like the console, right? Like, uh, I don't think, I don't think I've ever taken anyone's virginity, boy or girl. I'm only joking. I've only been with girls. Sorry. Sorry, guys. <laughs> How do I transition out of this one? You know, this might be the reason I need a co-host. You want to be a co-host? Get on over. I need you now. <laughs> I think I had a point. But think about it. Is your favorite console your first? I need to know. At, at J-O- GP show on Twitter and Instagram at J did I say J G O G P show on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, it's a hell of a show today. You know what? I know what the problem is. I forgot to take a break. You know, those, those dumb breaks that serve absolutely no, no purpose. Yeah. I forgot to take those. I forgot to take one, which aren't even really that long because I just stop, catch my breath and put a song in and keep going. It's not like I'm actually doing anything. It's not like I have any commercials to, to announce. <laughs> I was playing PlayStation recently and I saw the 989 studio screen. And I thought, what the hell happened to that? What was 989? You know, you, you know 989. I'm going to all play it right now. 989 studio. Yeah, that's right. We all know the 989. If you've played a lot of PlayStation. And it got me thinking there have been a lot of screens that pop up every time I start games that you just don't think about anymore. Like I've essentially seen those logos hundreds of times. 989 Studios was one. EA Sports is another. Very memorable. EA Sports. It's in the game. But everyone knows what's going on with EA. They're basically the evil empire now. And like here's what happened to... 989. They were a division of Sony. When the PS2 came out, they merged back within the parent company of Sony. The 989 came from the building's address, uh, which they were located in. The games they had were Twisted Metal 3, 4, the Siphon Filters, Cool Borders, and there was a whack load of 
the games under the 989 sports banner. Another one, Ultra. You remember those NES games seeing Ultra? You got you to gotta remember. There was a ton. I think at one point, every game I played had the Ultra logo at the start. Well, they were a subsidiary of Konami of America. And in the effort to get around Nintendo's strict licensing rules, you've probably heard of that. They like a, a third party company could only publish, what was it, five games per year, according to N- Nintendo. That's all they allowed. Just to, I don't know why they did that. Just keep the quality up, I guess. No, their, their markets weren't being flooded. You know, it was hardly convenient for any publisher, especially Konami, which had begun, <coughs> excuse me, which had begun releasing more than like 10 games a year. And after the North American launch of the Super Nintendo in 1991, Nintendo started relaxing the restriction on the number of games that third parties could publish each year. As a result, Ultra Games lost its purpose and Konami Konami dropped the label in early 1992. Here are the games that, that you probably played and you'd see the Konami or the Ultra logo, Metal Gear, Ninja Turtles 1 and 2, Pirates Remember that game, the pirates? You're just floating around and sword fighting, trying to find treasures. Skater Die, Base Wars, you know, the baseball with the robots. And Nightshade, everyone's favorite superhero game on the NES, Nightshade. That's right. LJN. LG. Oh my god. LGN was another one. Of course, everyone remembers and everybody. Everybody knows what happened to them. Everybody knows the story, I think, by now. If you don't, Google it. They're terrible. Every game where you see that rainbow and the LGN. LG? Is it LGN? Man, I'm confused today. Too much Tom Brady on the mind. It's not a good thing. But yeah, LGN. Avoid those games. You put it in, it's going to be terrible. It's going to be awful. And since I skipped the first break, let's make up for it right now. What song you want to hear? Let's pick a game and we'll play the song. Here you go. Guess this one. Maria? You said you took everything. But you forgot that videotape we made. I wonder if it's still there. How do you know about that? on the show it's me it's me the GOGP still angry yes how about we catch up on some gamer news a gamer news update are you a guy who doesn't own a CTR and you're sick and tired of hooking up a, an old console to it and the light guns don't work and you can't play you can't play duck hunt you can't play anything Hogan's heroes and you're basically screwed well you're in luck 
everyone's favorite peripheral brand, Hyperkin, has made an HDTV compatible light gun that apparently will work on an NES console. They only mentioned Duck Hunt in the press release and all their hype for it, so it's assumed that it's only going to work on the NES. You can't use it for Sega or anything else. But I don't know how it works. Nobody knows how it works. It's their secret. And if you don't even know what I'm talking about, just know that those old light guns, you know, the zapper, it goes click, 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 very loud click. When you're shooting stuff on the screen, the, the ducks, everybody remembers the ducks and the dog goes and gets the ducks and you always try to shoot the dog because it laughs at you when you miss. Yeah, those guns, they don't work on modern TV because the way the old school big CRT TVs, they'd go dark and there'd be a little bit of a square of, of white on the screen left and the gun would basically, the sensor would basically pick up that little flash of, of white light essentially which registers the hit but the, the new tvs don't work like that i'm not an expert i'm not an expert look it up look it up if you don't believe me but it's true and hyperkin invented a gun that'll work wow what, what saviors it's not even a problem anymore so go out and buy one or not will i get one no <laughs> i have a crt go and find a crt on the side of the road like i did it'll be free I don't know what this gun's going to cost. They just kind of showed it off at that Vegas CES show. And that's all we basically know about it. But it's big news. It's changing the game for us retro gamers. I got another press release from Capcom. Something concerning Street Fighter. I'm not a big tournament fighter guy. But I think that's exactly what it dealt with. Some sort of three-on-three -three tournament. And you can soon apply... You can apply to join the tournament if you're good at Street Fighter, something like that. I'm sure if you Google it, it's been press released. It's out there. Google it. And that's your gamer news. You're listening to the GOGP Show. Here's your host, the ghost himself. So I've rambled on about nonsense now for 20 minutes and maybe it's time to end the show. I ran out of material. That's it. I ran out of beer. Empty. Just an empty beer can and I'm sitting here scratching my neck. You know, I just want to point out that if you do enjoy the show and you like listening and you want more, feel free to tell a friend about it. Don't be scared. Tell them to check it out, and then even if they hate it, whatever. Tell a friend, and tell them, and head on over to at GOGP show on Instagram, at Twitter. I don't know many people on Twitter. Twitter's kind of it's it's kind of lame. I like Instagram way better. There's way more life on Instagram. It just seems like it's the better platform. And Twitter, I don't know. You just you don't have many characters, and you just it's not that interesting. I mainly just promote over there. But if you're on Twitter, check me out. I'm still on there. Search Ghost of Gamer Past. Yeah. I think that's the end of the show. I hope you had fun. Just a quick one today. Like I said, very negative. I'm very angry. I don't want to keep spewing my hate. But 
I'll recover. I'll recover. Can't be grumpy forever, right? Your old pal, the GOGP. Can't be pissed forever because, well, as far as I'm concerned, the football season's over. The Pro Bowl is my Super Bowl this year. And once that's over, I don't think I'm going to watch it. But who knows? I might get inspired, but I can't cheer for those Rams. Cheer for the Rams. Man, I have no faith in the Rams. The Saints should have taken it. That's a whole other story about the Saints getting robbed by the refs. And now they're going to have to change every single rule. They're going to be reviewing everything now. Games will be five hours long. They don't know what they're doing. Obviously, that shows because the Patriots keep going to the damn Super Bowl every year. Same thing. You know, it's kind of like just playing Call of Duty over and over and over. It's the same thing. I'm sure everyone gets it by now, but they keep releasing it. People keep buying it. And that's pretty much what the NFL is doing. As, as long as Tom Brady sells viewers, sells gets viewership, they're just going to keep putting them in there. There's a lot of questionable calls with him, always. I just, yeah, I think that's it. That's the show. There'll be another one maybe this week, a few days down the line. Make sure you're uh, listening to all the old episodes if this is your first. Find it on Anchor on the app or anchor.fm. I'm on now. I'm now on iTunes, so check that out. Just search it. Stitcher, Google Podcasts. There's many of them. I can't even list them all off the top of my head because just there's I'm not bragging. I'm not bragging. I'm certainly not here to brag, that's for sure. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Most of Gamer Bad, the G-O-G-P show.